Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence, even now, in the blessed name of Jesus. We come to give you glory. We come to praise your name. We come to extol your virtues. We come to boast in the Lord. We come, Lord God, to just bless your name. We enter the gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We thank you, Father. We give you thanks. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for our lives. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for so great salvation. We enter the gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. And we enter your courts with praise. Hallelujah. We thank you. We come by way of the blood of Jesus. We come into your presence and we thank you. We give you praise. We extol your virtues. We honor you, Lord God. We thank you for how good you are to us. We thank you for your saving power. We thank you for your keeping power. We thank you that you are all powerful. We thank you that you're all lovely. You're totally loving. We thank you, oh God, for our very lives and for how you connect with us. We bless you, Lord God. We thank you that even now, the presence of your Holy Spirit is among us. We thank you for the dispatch of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And we give the Holy Spirit free course. We say, move, Holy Spirit. Teach, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Empower, Holy Spirit. Accomplish, Holy Spirit, manifest, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Father, for this special time that has been reserved, set up from before the foundation of the world. We thank you for this space and this time when you will impart your word to us. We're grateful for it. We give you praise, and we just say, you be glorified in our midst, in Jesus' blessed name. And if you agree with that, can you please say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to World Missions Ministries. Those who are with us here in the sanctuary and those who are with us online, wherever you are, welcome. God bless you. Hallelujah. We have a word for you today. Who came here to receive a word? Hallelujah. Who came here to receive something from the spirit of the living God? I don't know about you. I came to receive something. I'm in a receptive mode. Amen. Glory to God. Are you ready? to receive. Are you in a receptive mode? Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's right. Amen. We come to receive. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. So let's go. Let's do that. Let's go to the book of Judges and we're going to run to the book of Judges chapter six. If you go into your Bible, we're going to go to the book of Judges chapter six. A fairly familiar passage of scripture for some. Praise God. 
Thank you, Lord God. And we're going to start at verse 11. We're going to go from verses 11 to 16, and then we'll get into what the Spirit has for us today. You ready? Okay, Judges chapter 6, starting at verse 11, and the word reads as follows. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was in Ophrah, that pertained unto Joash, the Abiezrite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Amen. Hallelujah. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, then why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Hallelujah. May the Lord just bless this word as it is delivered. Praise God. This message came to me from some experience that uh, I encountered a few weeks ago. You see, a few weeks ago, I went online to check a bank account of mine. And when I went online to check the, this bank account, it looked kind of funny. I said, it, I just, I thought I had more funds in that account than it was showing. Wasn't a huge difference, but it seemed a little different. It was not what I expected, okay? So I'm, I'm scrolling through the entries, and I see this unusual charge that kept showing up, and the amounts were small, you know, five cents here, 10 cents, and then I saw that over time, the amount started to increase. There was a, a $3 charge, then I think the highest one was like 10 something. 
and you know, the, the cumulative amount wasn't that much. It was under $100. But look, it was my money. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's, you know, $2, whatever. You know, whatever that entry was, and whoever placed that, whoever drew down from my account, did not have authority to do so. So, I, you know, it wasn't like I was just going to say, oh, it's just a little bit. It's like, wait a minute, what is going on here? There was a bad actor in my account acting as if it had authority to draw down from my account. And so I get on the phone, call the bank, spent some, a lot of time holding all this stuff and, you know, and very nice customer service reps and very pleasant, but they kept you waiting, you know. <laughs> and so we got things straightened out. I had to uh, close the account, right, start another account, have them reverse the charges and all that kind of thing. And, and they said, well, well, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. We'll, we'll give you a, um, a temporary reversal. And we'll, we'll look into it and we'll make our decision later. But... Um, you know, and you end up saying, I, I said, my goodness, how did, how did this happen? Who had access to this, you know? And, the, and it may be, I, it's, um, ha, I have a, a debit card that I rarely use. And I said, well, how, who got access to that, you know? And it's interesting, identity theft is on the rise in the United States, the Federal Trade Commission, I did some little bit of research, and it showed that in last year, in 2022, consumers reported losing nearly $8.8 billion in uh, identity theft. And it was an increase. It increased more than 30% from the year before. And the areas, the highest areas in which it occurs are investment scams. And that is where someone tries to get you to put your faith in a fraudulent scheme. Those investment scams and the other high category involves imposter scams. These are scammers who pretend to be cloaked with authority that they don't have. There are people who will call you up and say, I'm from the IRS. And the whole idea is to convince you to give this fraudster your personal identifying information. They try to convince you that there's someone with authority. They want you to part with your information so that they can fraudulently assume your identity and commit theft. Take all that you own. And these schemes are based on lies. And it, it could be that I, I'm thinking, you know, I was thinking I used that. There was a time when I could not find my regular credit card, I was in an establishment, and I 
picked up this the debit card that I rarely use. I hardly ever use it. And I used that card. It could be that someone took that. I don't know how that happened. And were attempting to attack my account by taking out, you know, if you go pay for something, they keep ringing it up, ringing it up, or ringing it up somewhere else just to see what they could get away with. I don't know. But it's all based on a lie. And a lot of these schemes are designed to get you to believe them or to try to get you to think that you're dealing with someone who is authorized to do something. They want you to put your trust in them. And they want you to think that they have authority. Anybody hear about these types of scams? It's like the IRS is calling you, or uh, it could be some bank. As a matter of fact, and I'll get, don't worry, it ties into the message. Just bear with me. Praise God. In the past two years, I've had clients who have been victims of these schemes. I had, I had one client who was a subcontractor, and they were getting electronic payments. Well, some time had gone past, and they hadn't received any payment. So they called the prime contractor and said, look, we haven't paid us in three months. They said, of course we paid you. We paid you such and such, such and such. They said, no, we didn't receive anything like that. It turns out they tra- traced it. There was this fraudulent email and the per, this per, one person in their accounts payable department received this email. The emails had been hacked. And, it's, and it said, well, you know, because of COVID, we, don't, we are no longer sending checks in the mail. And it says... Uh, no, no, we're no longer receiving checks in the mail because nobody is going to work. Everybody's working remotely. Nobody's going into the office. We're not receiving checks in the mail. So we want you to send the checks to this, this EFT, electronic funds, tran- transfer it to this account. And it was crazy because they had never been, they had never been mailing these invoices. It's always been electronic. So they should have registered in someone's mind that this is not right. We never mailed the checks. But nobody checked, nobody confirmed, nobody called. They just believed that that fraudulent email was accurate. They believed, oh my goodness. And they went and paid all that money. And I represented the subcontractor, and thank God we were able to retrieve every cent. The, the, the prime contractor, yeah, they, they were out of money, but that's the way these things work. So there's some fraudster trying to assume your identity in order to wreak havoc, to steal from you. And you know, yeah, and I was, the, I was being shown these things, and you realize that just as there are people who wake up day and night in an attempt 
to steal your identity and to take that which belongs to you. There is also an enemy. The Bible tells us, we know from John 10.10, the Bible says that there is a thief. The thief cometh not but for to kill and to steal and to destroy. The word that goes on to say, Jesus says, but I am come, I am come, that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So there is an enemy that wants to steal your identity and prevent you from enjoying an abundant life life. There is an enemy that wants you to engage in a breach of trust in that that enemy wants you to trust in something that is fraudulent. Are you understanding this today? There's an enemy and see the thing is he wants you to engage in a breach of trust to to give over your identity so that he can accuse you before God. Because the Bible says that, where is it? Revelation chapter 12 and verse 10. Let's look at this. Revelation 12. Don't worry, we're going back to Judges. But we'll look at Revelation 12 and verse 10. Are you there? Almost. Okay, it says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren. See, there's an accuser. The enemy is the accuser of the brethren, is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. But he's overcome, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. There is an enemy that wants you to engage in a breach of trust so that you usurp your identity and end up being accused before God. I thought you said, I thought, I thought you said that you're the healer. See, they, they don't believe you're the healer. They don't believe that you will prosper them. I thought you said you would prosper them. Look at them. Look at them. Anybody understanding this? So I'm here today on an assignment to address the potential victims of spiritual identity theft. And that's what brings us to the book of Judges. Hallelujah. Those who might be victims of spiritual identity theft. We have to know who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Now see, this is talking about Gideon. And I want us to understand that this same person, Gideon, appears in the hall of faith in Hebrews 
chapter 11. He is counted among those, amen, who exercise faith in God. And I love, and I love that because when we, when we see his story unfold, he doesn't start out like that. He didn't start out looking like some, you know, huge faithful person, etc. you know, but he ends up in the hall of faith. Just like yesterday in Canton, Ohio, they had the hall of the NFL hall of fame inductees, induction ceremony. The, you know, these guys are in the, the hall of fame, but this is our hall of faith in Hebrews chapter 11. That's much better than the hall of fame. This is the hall of faith. And Gideon is in there. Amen. He is in there. Praise God. So that's who we're looking at today. Praise God. Amen. So, you know, for as this chapter in Judges chapter six opens up, we find that that, that the children of Israel had been in a certain way. They had been severely impoverished for seven years under the hands of this enemy called the Midianites. And they, it was terrible. Every time they tried to go ahead, to step ahead, then you had the Midianites, you had the Amalekites, and you had these people from the east, and they came, and they just marauded. They just stripped them of everything. They tried to plant. They tried to sow. They tried to be productive. They tried to make something of their lives, and it seemed as if anything they tried to move themselves forward, anything they tried to enable them to have, to sustain themselves, here you have this enemy that came to strip them of all that they tried to achieve. And they really thought that there was no way out. They could not see any way out. And here they were blaming God. God, where's God? What happened to this? There's this so-called God of all these miracles. Where is he? I don't see him here. Help him. Where, where's this God? That, that, that was the attitude. That was the attitude. Lord, have mercy. And, there, and that is an indication that there's been a theft of identity. They're blaming God. What's... You are not who you said you are. You know, you're talking about the I am. God knows who he is. He does not have any identity crisis. Amen. He, I, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. I am Jehovah Jireh. God does not have an identity crisis. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And but that, that was their thinking at the time. I can't get ahead. Things will never change. I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Every time I try to get ahead, then this happens. Every time I get into this, uh, any relationship, it always goes sour. I can't keep a good job beyond. I'm there a couple of years, then all this stuff starts going on. I can, you know, these different types of ways of thinking. I, and, and we don't, we may not verbalize it, but sometimes you're thinking, God, where are you? Uh, I said, you, you're doing debt cancellation over there. You're doing this for that one. I don't see you working in my life. Where are you? Where, where be these miracles that I heard so many things about? Oh, you may not say it in church because we, you know, we all got this. We, we had the face today. We got the face this morning. Understand that. But there's a spirit. Hallelujah. There is a mm, 
The Holy Spirit searches things out. The Holy Spirit knows what is going on. The Holy Spirit discerns the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So I, it, it's okay. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on in your individual lives, but thank God he sends messengers. The Holy Spirit brings a message because he knows where we are. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm just here to let you know that whatever challenge you happen to be facing, whatever that difficulty is that you might be experiencing right now, whatever mountain that has reared its head in front of you, whatever is fighting, I mean, tenaciously against you. Whatever that is, whatever looks like it has the upper hand against you, whatever condition looks like it's not going to change, I'm here to tell you that where you are right now is not where your story is going to end. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may have been a victim of identity theft, but we are to reclaim your identity even today because the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor is his ear too dull to hear. The arm of the hallelujah, the Lord God is bringing forth salvation. He says, now is come salvation. Glory to God. To those who are sick, salvation looks like healing. For those who are experiencing lack, Salvation looks like increase. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever the Lord, even now is salvation. Wherever you are, that is not the end of your story. That is not how your story ends. We serve a God who says, before they call, Jesus, before they call, I will answer. Glory to God. And, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. That's the God we serve. Before they call. That means your answer is already on the way. Even if you have yet to cry out, the answer is already on the way. Hallelujah. Before they call, I will answer. Oh, oh. and while you're yet speaking, I will hear. He said, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, is it, what is it, Psalm 91? Doesn't it say, oh, that they, when they call upon me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. That's what the word says. Somebody needs to see that. Let's just turn quickly. Psalm 91 is towards the end. It's right before with long life. 9115. Psalm 9115. Glory to God. We're going back. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. But you just need to see this. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But let's look at 14, actually, Psalm 91, 14. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. This is what is so important. You see, this is what the enemy wants to prevent you from doing. See, when you're in a posture where you're saying, God, where be all your miracles? You have not set your love upon him. Right? You're, you're basically accusing when you are <laughs> approaching God with accusation, you're not setting your love upon him. 
No. You're say, basically, you are doubting what he has said. You're, you're, you're placing doubt before the throne. You're placing accusation before the throne. You understand what I'm saying? And, but the Bible says, you all can, do you, who believes the Bible? Do you believe? The Bible says, glory to God, because he hath set his love upon me. Thank you, Jesus. I will deliver him. I will deliver him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I will set him on high. Mm-hmm. Because he hath known my name. My name is not poverty. Because he hath known my name. See, do you understand? You, 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 un, you are be, better able to identify. You've you got your identity in him. You know his name. He's not poverty. He's not, oh, I'm, I'm just going to strike you down. I just, I want, I just want to crush you like a bug. That's not God. He says he has known my name. He knows who I am. He will not follow that the defrauder, the one who comes to say it'll never happen, he won't follow that. Why? Because he hath known my name. Hallelujah. His name is Jehovah Shalom. Glory to God. He is the Prince of Peace. He, hallelujah, the everlasting Father. Hallelujah. He is your deliverer. He is your shield and your exceeding great reward. Because he hath known my name, glory to God, you're delivered. You're set on high. And that's why there is an enemy that wants to steal your identity so that you cannot, you will not know the name of your own father. He wants to steal your, strip you of your identity so he can take from you what rightfully belongs to you. Is anybody following this? But the word of God says, you know, we're wondering, God, I don't hear you. I can, I, I'm, we're, see, when we are doing that, we're not even in the right frequency. We, ha- we approach God on the frequency of faith. Hallelujah. And yet we, instead, we need to know that we can call upon him. He says in Psalm 91, 15, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Glory to God. That's your end. That's why I was sent to tell you, whatever you're facing right now, whatever has risen its ugly head in your face, whatever is trying to get you to trust in that lie rather than to set your love upon God, you need to know what you're experiencing right now is not the end of your story. God has already sent forth dispatched deliverance for you. Help. Amen. Deliverance. A way out. The answer that you need. Hallelujah. Before you even called, he had answered. Hallelujah. He had already answered. He already had deliverance for the children of Israel before the Midianites came. Do you, have, do you understand? Do you know what Gideon's name means? Oh, hallelujah. He was formed. God had already... Mm-mm-mm already set him apart for this particular work even before he was formed in his mother's womb. You understand that his name means destroyer. Oh, 
Oh, glory to God. Somebody, his name means a, a cutter upper. I'm going to cut you up. I will destroy you. That's what Gideon means. Look it up. Hallelujah. That's who he is. He's, he was, that's why the angel could come to him and call him a mighty man of valor. God calls the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. You are a destroyer. You're a mighty, you're going to destroy these satanic structures by the power of God. You're a mighty man of valor. These obstructions, these things that have kept your people from moving forward, hallelujah, I have raised you up to bring it down. Oh, glory to God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, yes, indeed. Where you are is not where your story ends. And anything that is coming against you, anything that is trying to get you to believe anything contrary to it, that's going to bow. Anything that's causing you to believe anything contrary to the truth of the word of God, then, then that element, that obstruction, that, that thing bows to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will yield. It will bow to the truth of the word of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, these are, it's, it's similar to what we call gaslighting. You ever hear of the term gaslighting? It's like uh, when, you're, when, when you hear about being gaslit, and I used that term just this past week. I, so <laughs> I know it, it was very interesting. I had uh, this issue, and I, and I had written a response in this, to this government person. And they wrote back this four-page letter, and they tried to, make it appear as if I didn't know what I was talking about. And for a minute, I said, well, man, man, did the law change? I did, I did. I, I, stopped. I said, wow, four pages. My goodness. I said, mm, maybe they're right. Did I miss something? You know, did the law change on me? Did this something I don't know about? And I did, I did some research. I said, that's not true. You, they wrote four pages of drivel. You know what I'm saying? But they, they want to get you to believe a lie. They want you to get, they want to get you to believe a lie. So I had to go back to the source to find out the truth and wrote them back and said, no, that all that stuff, that's wrong. This is truth. And you need the cases to prove it. Here they are. So you need to change your position on this because you are flat out wrong. But that's what the enemy wants to, I mean, this, this gaslighting, what gaslighting is, it's, it's, a persistent, oh my goodness, it's a persistent attempt. It is a, it's psychological warfare. It's deliberate and it's systematic and it's uh, manipulate. They try to manipulate you and it occurs over a period of time. It's an attempt to manipulate you psychologically. It's systematic, persistent psychological manipulation that leads an individual to question what they know to be true. That's gaslighting. 
they, they try to get you to question what they know to be true, including things about themselves. And it typically occurs gradually so that you just write it off. You don't pay attention to it. You just write it off. And you don't even realize we're being manipulated. Mm-hmm. Gaslighting is a form of identity theft. This is, it is insidious. It's an insidious type of manipulation. And the purpose of it is to separate you from your future, to keep you from your destiny, to make you think you're crazy, something's wrong with you. Are you under, is anybody getting this today? See, there's a reason why the Midianites were able to stay seven years under that kind of bondage. They didn't think that there was anything that they could do. They had forgotten about the God, Almighty God, that themselves plus God would be a majority. They kept viewing themselves as inadequate. They were believing it so much so that they would go ahead and, and make their crops and then go hide in caves and dens. They'd go hide because they knew that they would just be overwhelmed and there's nothing. They thought that there was nothing that could be done about it. It was some serious manipulation. They even got ready. They, they readied themselves for the destruction. They expected destruction. They expected it because it had been so ingrained in there. There was this, this, this systematic manipulation. Didn't even put up a fight. Could it be that there are some areas in our lives where we have not put up a fight? We have, we have accepted things that have been said to or about us as true. Just like, I mean, I had to catch myself. I said, man, did the law change? Wow. May, and I thought, maybe they're right. Maybe I did miss something. It's gaslighting. Trying to make you believe a lie. God says he wants you to prosper and to be in health. Who is trying to make you believe a lie? Who wants you to believe otherwise? What is it that you've looked at that's challenging your ability to rely upon that truth? Just think about it. Hallelujah. Could it be that you're being gaslit? Could it be that there's something trying to manipulate you into thinking that what God says is not going to come to pass? Yes, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory to God. We see gaslighting all over the place. We see it in families, right? One party is engaging in horrific behavior that you disapprove of, and they want to make you think you crazy, act like you, something wrong with you, like you crazy. Like, no, 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 no. This is what the word says. This is, oh, no, but, but you, you have to be more flexible these days. You've got, this, this should be okay. This, this is really acceptable behavior. Want to make, you, make it appear as if something wrong. Oh, you're so judgmental. Judge ye not. Judge not. Judge not. I said, well, maybe, baby, you, you need to read the whole Bible. The Bible says the spiritual, the spiritual man judgeth all things. I mean, you got to read the whole God. We don't pass judgment, but we do discern. Come on now. 
Come, come on, judge not, judge. No, I'm discerning, okay? I had a pastor back in Pittsburgh, and he says, you don't have to pass judgment, but you can be a fruit inspector. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, amen. Amen. But people want to think, act like you're crazy, you know? Or in school, the teacher's trying to manipulate you, making you think that you're not smart enough, that you don't have what it takes. And I, I don't know where this is, where, where it is in your life, how it appears in your life. You even have churches. I know pastors spent so many, so many uh, weeks trying to get people to not just listen to folk who say, you got to buy a miracle and send your money in order to get this. And uh, Lord have mercy. It's a form of manipulation. You're being gaslit. You know, someone trying to separate you from your money. As, as, and we just, now I just read the word of God that it says, Isaiah 59, 1, surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save nor is ear too dull to hear. It don't say anything about you got to pay. I, I, don't, I don't see that. You know, Isaiah 65, 24 says, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And they're, they're not saying call 1-800, you know, give me. That's not what that means. It's not, it's not call 1-800, you know, bless me, Lord. No, it's not. No. It says before they call, call who? No, not, not call that ministry. Call upon the name of the Lord. It's not, you know, it's not, come on now. It says before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. So that's before you pick up the phone and dial and all. He says, I'm already, I've already heard your prayer. So what are we talking about here? What do you, what, what do you mean? I got, I got to give you this and it's got to be this denomination in order for this to happen. And oh, you'll be blessed if you send, you know, 6792 because of the 67th Psalm. I, what? Don't be gaslit. It, the Bible says, before they call, I will answer. While they're yet speaking, I will hear. It says, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. I will honor him. There's nothing in here that's, that's conditioned upon you contacting a specific ministry and providing a specific denomination of money. It's not here. Thank you, Jesus. It's a form of identity theft. When you start to think that you cannot go to God on your own, like somehow he's not going to hear you, that he could, he could only work through, you know, brother super saint. What? what? It is a form of manipulation. It is spiritual manipulation. And it is designed to divest you of that which is yours. That which is yours. Now don't, don't, 
Get hard on yourself. Don't say, oh, man, I've done that. This is terrible. But if you find yourself, even throughout this message, if you find yourself beating upon yourself, I, you must run to Romans 8. You, I just, not, not now in your own time. Run to Romans 8. Because, <laughs> I'm on my way. Because... <laughs> Because it starts out with no condemnation, and it ends with no separation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just run to Romans 8. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And it ends, it says, well, what shall separate me from the love of God? Do you, you, you understand that? Ha! Ah, that there is nothing that will separate you from the love of God. So you need to just understand that. Bask in that truth. Hallelujah. Just, uh, you only need one chapter, Romans 8. And it starts with no condemnation. And it ends with who shall separate us from the love of Christ. Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword, bad decisions, <laughs> you know, amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, He's, and you, you got to be persuaded, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, amen, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which, hallelujah, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you hear this, don't, don't beat yourself up. God, he loves you too much. You can't be separated. Glory to God. You just turn your face towards him, and you receive the fact that you are not condemned. I thank you that there is no condemnation. Aren't you glad for Jesus? Hallelujah. He makes it possible. Yes, we've all made mistakes, but I'm telling you, I don't know who this is for, but whatever you've been facing, that is not how your story ends. You're going to stop being gaslit. You're going to stop turning over your identity to an enemy who just wants to take from you. Somebody's been telling you what, what's not going to happen. It's not, it's not going to happen for you. It's always going to be this way. You're just stuck with this. You're not as good. You're not. The, it is a lie from the pit of hell. Hallelujah. And it stops now. It stops now. No, you are reclaiming your identity in Christ. And you are moving forward. Or do you want God has things for you just as he had for Gideon Gideon didn't know who he was even though his his future was even in his name his, you are a mighty man you're being raised up to destroy some constructs that have that had been set up by the enemy you are an enemy conqueror that's who you are hallelujah that's in his name amen but when he came out the mama's womb it, it had already been set in motion and just think about 
all that God already has set in motion for your life. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, I mean, there are people hide and hiding in dens, hiding in caves, afraid to be the full expression of who God has called them to be because they have received some manipulation from some enemy that has divested them of their own identity. Thank you, Jesus. So we are, we're, we're, we're done with identity theft. It is over in Jesus' mighty name. Woo, Jesus. We see all that form, these forms of manipulation all over the place. And like I said, households, on your job, at school. It's, it can be pervasive if, if you are not careful. You, 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 we, we may easily excuse that type of behavior. Just as, you know, I could have looked on my account and I my, perhaps I, I saw, what if, what if you saw like 10 cents and say, oh, that's no big deal. You can easily excuse things, you know, <sighs> instead of taking authority over it. Mm-hmm. We are coming against all of these attempts to divest you of your God-given rights and privileges. Hallelujah. Your blessings, your destiny. We come against all attempts to prevent it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, back to Judges chapter 6. Are you learning something today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am too. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So we're back to Judges chapter 6. What I love about God, see, he already knows your destiny. He knows what he has in store for you. And he'll send somebody. He'll <laughs> he will send someone to help you. He will send a messenger. He'll send a message. Glory to God. And matter of fact, he even let the people of God know how it was that they got in that predicament. Mm -mm -mm. Because the, the Bible says in verse 7, it says that the children of Israel, they cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites. Now, finally, they, they turn to the Lord, right? And so, verse 8, it says that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which, which told them, this, is what the, this says the Lord, the Lord God of Israel. God says, I brought you up from Egypt, and I brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all that oppressed you. And I drove them out before you, and I gave you their land. I did that. Mm -mm. And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do you see that? He says, fear not the gods. Don't fear any enemy in whose land you dwell, the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But you've not obey obeyed my voice. So he says, look, I am <laughs> the one who drove out all that oppressed you. I 
am that God. That's who I am. I, I deliver. I save. I set free. And, and you've got a history with me. It, it has happened in your life. Something has occurred because you're not listening. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing my voice. You're listening to voices, but you're not listening to my voice. And the voice that you are listening to is stealing your identity. Are you getting this? Hallelujah. The voice that you're listening to is stealing your identity. And even with that, hallelujah, God yet has deliverance. He will yet turn it around. It's still not over. You're never counted out. Do you understand this? Glory to God. But he lets them know. It's not because people will say, well, God, why is this happening? Why, why, why? Yeah, well, you really want to know. There is a, re- there's, there's a reason why things occur. And I, I can share that with you. And at the same time, I can deliver you into something better. Because your life is to go from glory to glory to glory. Thank you, Lord. I just, don't you love him? Don't you just, I don't know about you, but I love God. I, I just, I just love him because I've made so many mistakes of my own. You know, I've done some, some instances where I have not listened to the voice. And you, you know, you say, well, don't, don't come to me with accusation, you know, Set your love upon me because I've I've delivered you before. I'll do it again. I mean, you can't beat this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 a fabulous way to live. It is a fabulous way to live. Glory to God. It is a wonderful way to live. You 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 there's always the ability to be reconciled to God. There's always the ability to be picked up and to be launched forward. Oh, it just doesn't end. He, you know, as long as we set our love upon him, as long as we come to him, glory to God. Oh, it's wonderful. What is it? What does it cost? Repentance? Okay. I'll take that deal. You understand? Glory to God. Would you take that deal? Uh, I, can, I can pick you up, clean you up, turn you around, set your feet, put you on a higher ground. All you need to do is come to me, repent, let's go. I, I, I'll take that deal. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, the thing is, the focus, when, it, when we have these issues that rear their heads up against us, the focus has got to go back to I am. We got to put the focus. It's like, wait a minute. Does this square up with the I am? Thank you, Jesus. That's what he says in verse 10. He says, I am the Lord your God. <laughs> Fear not. See, when you, when you focus on I am, then it, it does something about the, the, the panic in your heart. It causes it to dissipate. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's God. God is with me. Wait a minute. I don't have to be full of anxiety. God is with 
me. The I am is with me. Hallelujah. Okay, that, that turns things around now. It's not, it's not all on me. Hallelujah. It's not my business. It's not, it's not my company. It's not just my child. It's not. God is with me. And, I, and if I focus on him, and oh, hallelujah, and he, and he taught me to cast things on him. Boy, this stuff turns around. Okay, I see this in a completely different light now. Hallelujah. We got to learn this, people. Hallelujah. Thank you. You better, we got to check what, what we're thinking and what we're hearing against the I am. Are you with me? Thank you, Jesus. He says, I am come. That's, he says, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He doesn't even say, I will come. He says, I am. I am that I am. The same I am from Exodus chapter 3. I am that I am. I am come. Woo, Jesus. Now I will come. I am, I'm, I am come. That's present. He is present with you. I am come that you might have zoe. Jesus, my, my purpose in being, I am right now, I am come, not I am coming, I am come. It is, I'm here, I'm present with you. I am that I am come. Who, hallelujah, I am come. Not I will, I, I did, I am. In the midst of that difficulty, I am present here with you. For the purpose of you experiencing the Zoe, the God kind of life, the life worth living, the triumphant life that I designed for you to live. I am come. Hallelujah. The focus must be on I am. When that's your focus, then you fear no foe. You know God is with you. I am come. Glory to God. I bless the Lord. Do you realize, do you understand that? I am. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And what is essential is for us to line our hearts and our tongue up with I am. Because I am come that you might have Zoe life. That's what, that's your destination. Glory to God. That's your destination. Zoe, God, God, good life. It's going to get better. Hallelujah. Zoe is your portion. Zoe is your portion. Glory to God. Are you understanding the God kind of life? Triumph is your portion. I am come. I am. You focus on I am. Thank you, Jesus. It's not, it's not the, 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 the pain in your body. It is a Lord. I am. Lord God, I am healed. So you align your heart and your mouth with I am. I am healed. If he is the Lord that healeth thee, then I am the healed. I am the healed. I am. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am the healed. 
I am joyful. I'm full of the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. No, I'm not depressed. No, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I am strong. Let the weak say, I you get this, honey. You get this. You get. I am. I am come. I am is with you. A pastor has spent the past, what, three weeks talking about what is with us. Yeah, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ with you. The love of God with you. Ha! The fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit with you. I am with you. Are you with this? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I am with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, I sense the presence of the Holy Spirit too. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Believers, our work is the work of faith. Right? It is the act of faith. That is our responsibility. Nobody's going to believe for you. This is the work that we, we do. We do faith. We do believe. Glory to God. And this is what we need to know, that I am come, that God is for you, that God is with you. Hallelujah. That his grace, his love, his fellowship, his presence, his being is with you. And your destination is Zoe. Hey, despite, yeah, hallelujah. Despite what you may be facing, he says, I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you. I will honor you. I will set you on high. For that trouble, you shall have double. That is, I am. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, aren't you glad about it? Hey, don't allow yourself to be gaslit by the devil. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You can reclaim your identity. Glory to God. That's what was happening here with Gideon. God sent a messenger for him to reclaim his identity. Bible says he sent an angel, an angel in verse 12. This angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said, The Lord is with thee. Do you see that? The Lord is with thee. I'm telling you, you got to focus on I am with thee. Hallelujah. The Lord is with thee. And then he showed him his identity. Thou mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. It's even in your name. You are a destroyer. You are a mighty man. You're going to cut this down. You're going to put an end to this. You are a mighty man of vow. You are the destroyer. You've been raised up just for this purpose, just at the right time. Right now, right here, right now, let me tell you who you are. Glory to God. Glory to God. And the same holds true for you. You are mighty in God. Are you understanding this? I thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Yes, you are mighty. And it doesn't even matter. See, I, I love how God operates. <laughs> it, 
Ain't nobody. <laughs> Again, God has no identity crisis. You will not, he's not going to argue. God is not an argument. He is truth. So you, what you receive from God is truth. You can come back and say, but I'm not this, I'm not that. All you receive back is truth. Isn't he wonderful? He's not moving. I changed not. I said it. Before you were born, you were already destined to be one who cuts stuff down. You're going to set things right in your lifetime. That's who you are. You are, you are destined to triumph. I know, you, I know it's been years. You've been hiding in caves. You've been doing this. You've been... Look, you are a mighty man of valor. And I am with you. I am come. And my purpose is for you to live a Zoe life. You will live out the purpose for which you were planted here. Hallelujah. And so same holds true for you. I am is come so that you would live a Zoe life, the life that he designed for you from the beginning to live. It is a full life. It is excellent. Circumstances will change when you recognize this. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. Hey, it doesn't matter. Right now, you may be viewing yourself very differently from what God calls you. you it, oh, goodness. Could it be that we have been victims of identity theft? Listen. Only the one who gave you life has the right to identify you. Only the one who gave you life has the authority, right, and the right to identify you. I'm not talking about your parents. I'm talking about the one who breathes in you the breath of life. That is the only one who has the authority to identify you. And my Bible lets me know from Psalm 139, 13. God formed you in your innermost being. He knit you together in your mother's womb. Huh. My Bible tells me in verse 14 that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you, Jesus. You were made in secret. You were made and fashioned in secret. Devil don't know what your destiny is. It was, Bible says it was in secret. The secret things belong to God. Deuteronomy 29, 29. It's his, you are made in secret. The secret things belong to the Lord your God, according to Deuteronomy 29, 29. And in that which he reveals to you, it belongs to you. Nowhere does it say it belongs to the enemy. You were formed in secret. That's God's business. He is the only one. He is the only one with the authority and the right 
to identify you and define who you are. Are you understanding this? So history is not authorized to label you. Even actions are not authorized to label you. The fact that the Israelites were in caves did not mean they were losers. Are you understanding this? The only one with the authority to define you, to identify you, is God Almighty. So, hallelujah, we need to shift our perspective of who we are. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't know, you know, you might, you may be sitting there thinking, and I just love the Holy Spirit because he knows where we are. You may be thinking, you know, I wish I wasn't on this path. I wish um, I had a different set of challenges. I wish it, I didn't have to be dealing with this. And you can think that, but understand, this is your life. This is your account. Just like at the outset when I said, in this one account, I don't have a whole lot of money in that account. I rarely use it. It's just like, you know, somebody wants, I don't know. I opened up a little account, put a little bit of money in there, and you forget about it. But then I checked on it. I, I wanted to use it for something, and it didn't look right. So it didn't matter to me that the amount that was taken was small. It didn't matter to me that it's an account I rarely use. It's mine. You understand? It's your life. It's your account. You understand? You may, it doesn't matter if you have one zero or ten zeros. It's yours. It's your life. It's your account. Hallelujah. And God wants you to have a Zoe life. You might wish, well, I wish this was different. But don't miss the point. Don't allow the enemy to steal that which is yours. It's your life. Hallelujah. And the other point is, you don't even know the full extent of all the things that were fashioned for you in secret. You understand? You were fashioned in secret according to Psalm 139. That's God's business. You don't even know what he has yet to unfold for you. So hallelujah. So you may think that your path looks like this. You have no idea what God has in store for you. Hallelujah. But don't spend another second allowing some enemy to define you, to steal your identity, and prevent you from discovering all that God has for your life. Are, are somebody with me today? Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I tell you, it is God himself who initiates your identity. He's the one, and your destiny. Then the Bible says, for we are his workmanship, huh. created in Christ Jesus unto good works, right? Which God prepared, I'm paraphrasing Ephesians 2.10, which God prepared, right? When? Beforehand, that we should walk in them. Mm-hmm. A lot of things he's prepared beforehand. Aren't, don't you want to discover all the things that God has prepared for you beforehand? Don't you want to experience the fullness of it despite where you might be right now? Glory to God. You are his workmanship. He's the one, and he's the only one who can define you. 
Ah, hallelujah. So what do you do when we've allowed someone else, something else, to speak to us, to cause us to feel some kind of way, to gaslight us? <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Well, we do exactly something similar to what I did with that account. It's okay. We got to put a stop to this right now. I, you identify the fact that this thievery has occurred, right? So you say, okay, we're going to put a stop to this right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We're going to put a stop to it right now. In my case, I, I called up, canceled that account, and <laughs> praise God. I said, okay, no more. You're, no more. You, you can draw down no more. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I cancel every negative word that has been spoken against me in the name of Jesus. I reject that thought that tries to tell me that it's not going to happen, it's not going to work. I cancel it out. I reject it. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this? Praise God. So, you know, amen. Even today, even as I've been ministering, it's as if we've been checking our account. Right? So, like you've been checking your account. It's like, whoa. Yeah, I was thinking this. I, I, how, did, how did God, you must have known what I was thinking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, that's why I love him. That's what. So we, we, we will then, like I said, we cancel the card, like we cancel that, we, we speak it, and then, you know, we need some, um, we need to change the access codes. How did they gain access? What was a, change the access code, whatever your PIN, your, your personal identification number, you got to change that. You, so you start to say who you are, and we don't give, the Bible says to give the devil what? No place. We change that access. Glory to God. And, and by that, we start to change our I am statements to align with the truth of the word of God. So you don't say, I am so stupid. I am, I'm just done with this marriage. I am through. I I am, I'm, I am the only one who does anything around here. The I am statements. We change those I am statements. Are you with me? Because the I am is come. And we, we want to align our hearts and our mouths that are consistent with I am. So you, I am blessed. I am healed. I am delivered. I am intelligent. Yeah. I am smart. Mm-hmm. I am a good person. I'm a catch. I'm a blessing going somewhere to happen. I say that for the young folk, you know. The, I, am a, I am a catch. I am a blessing. Do you understand this? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You replace it with God's truth. He is the only one with the right and the authority to identify you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then we have to go about the process of restoration. Just like I said, no, no, they took that money. They have put that back. Put it back. Put it back. Hallelujah. Put it back. Amen. And the Bible, does, does the Bible not tell us that our Heavenly Father will do that work too? Y'all know the book of Joel? All right. God says, hey, that's right, sister. God says, I will what? Restore even the years. Glory to God. Doesn't matter what it is. The canker worm, the caterpillar, that, yeah, whatever. What, hey, glory to God. Do you believe that? Thank you, Jesus. Do you believe that? Somebody run with me. Come with me to Joel 2.25. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. He will restore what was taken. Joel 2, and my verse says in 25, it says, And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army, army which I sent among you. So it doesn't matter if it's a locust, canker worm, caterpillar, palmer worm, whatever has stolen from you. And it says, verse 26, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall Never be ashamed. Never. Hallelujah. God will restore. So as we go through this process, don't forget restoration. We have to expect restoration. We have to believe by faith. God, you said you will restore. Hallelujah. I believe for restoration in my finances, restoration in my business, that which the enemy has taken from me. Even through manipulation, these divisive, manipulative, manipulative tactics, Lord God, I thank you for, for showing me the damage that has been done. I thank you for the authority to arrest it, to put a stop to it. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And I bless you, Lord God, that you're a God of restoration. He will restore your dignity. He will restore, hallelujah, lost finances. He will restore the joy of your salvation. God will restore your health. Hallelujah. Let health spring forth speedily in Jesus' mighty name. Restoration is your portion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, Gideon, he looked at himself like he was so weak, and I'm this, this, I'm that. Look, the God uses the weak things of the world to calm, to calm, hallelujah, to confound them that are wise. You know, the spirit just 
racing on the inside. I gotta, I gotta stop. That's what 1 Corinthians 1, 26 and 27. Oh, it says, thank you, Jesus. It says, for you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called according to the flesh. So people would not think, right? This is what other folk think because they're looking after the flesh. Just like Gideon looked at himself and says, but I'm the, I'm the last one in my family. I'm part of the smallest of the tribes. I'm just, you know, in the flesh. <laughs> But the Bible says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. Hallelujah. God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. So you need to understand that and appreciate that you are not counted out. That God, God... specializes in this. He'll use the things that people will say, well, how is that going to turn around now? You down to nothing. They've drawn, you don't have anything left in your account. How's that going to be restored? How's it going? Watch. You watch God. You just watch God work. You wa- your focus is on I am. Keep your focus on I am. And you watch God work. Hallelujah. If, if you were to continue to read this scripture in the judges, you keep, you keep reading. You watch God work. Hallelujah. Even those in the enemy camp knew that there, there's something going on in this space. Something, something happening here. Some, we are doomed. How? We are doomed. They, the enemy knew that they were vanquished. And I'm telling you, the enemy knows that he's a defeated foe. Glory to God. You watch God work. And you start saying that to yourself. Watch God work. Glory to God. Watch God work. He's going to confound some folk. Glory to God. People may have called you out. God's going to confound some people who thought that they knew better. Hallelujah. God's going to confound them. They're going to say, how did that happen? I, I, I thought they were on their last leg. How did that happen? How did they come into that increase? How did their body get healed like that? Last time I saw them, they were using a walker. How did that happen? Glory to God. You what? God work. He's the one who says, when you call, I will hear you. Before you call, I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you. I will honor you. Now you watch God work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You just keep looking. Keep looking. Keep tuned tuned into this dial. I'm tuned into the dial of faith. I'm tuned into the I am of God. You keep watching the channel because I'm in the frequency of faith. I'm tuned into the power of the most high God. I'm tuned into the I am. I believe the I am is with me. I believe that the I am will deliver me. I believe that the I am is turning this around. I believe that the I am, hallelujah, has an answer to those who are speaking against me. I believe that the I am has got the solution. I believe that the I am is come. I believe that the I am is taking me to my Zoe life. I believe that the I am is turning circumstances around. I believe that the I am has secured my child's education. I believe that the I am, hallelujah, has healed my body. He's working in me now. I believe that the I am is come. Woo, 
hallelujah. Thank you. Watch God work. Watch God work. Watch God work. Watch God work. I'm telling you, he did it with Gideon. He used 300 people. 300 people. He can save by many. He can save by few. He used 300 people to defeat three different armies. Are you understanding this? I'm t you got to watch God work. God is with you. The I am is come. Hallelujah. And he is turning circumstances around even now. Bible says, the angel of the Lord, he says, I want you, I'm sent here with a message from God. He says, surely, surely, I will be with you. Surely. Hallelujah. And I will smite the Midianites. Mm-hmm. You take my word, my sword, and it is recorded in the word of God. It says, the, the, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. The sword. You take the word. Um, you align yourself up with the truth of the word of God. You have the sword of the Lord and of Paula. The sword of the Lord and of Jeff. The, uh, put your name there. The sword of the Lord and of, say your name. The sword of the Lord and of, the sword of the Lord and of, hallelujah. Put your name there. Put your name there. Glory to God. We put a stop to the thievery. The stop to the, 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 the spiritual thievery, the identity theft. We put a stop to it. Hallelujah. With the sword of the Lord. I give God praise. I give God praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, by the grace of God, I believe that there are those under the sound of my voice today who have reclaimed their God-given identity. Whatever things have looked like, Whatever difficulty you have been facing, whatever has reared its ugly head up to subvert you, to keep you from going forward, to cause you to crumble, to cause you to think of yourself less than who you are, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We call it a lie in the name of Jesus. We divest it of its supposed authority in the name of Jesus. We cancel that card in the name of Jesus. You shall not draw down from the account of the potential of the people of God. We forbid it in the name of Jesus. Whatever that has been, where you are, right now is not the end of your story. And I stand in agreement this day with the people of God, hallelujah. And we focus on the I am, and we believe I am 
is come. We thank you, Father, for the presence of your spirit, the power of your Holy Spirit operating on our behalf even now, even sending shockwaves through the enemy camp. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for healing, manifestation of healing. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, God, for manifestation of restoration in accordance with your word. That which has been stolen by way of manipulation, by way of identity theft, we command it, its restoration. We command its restoration in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that by your spirit, you direct your people, even as you directed Gideon with the, with the lamps, Lord God, and the shouts. I pray for divine direction. Hallelujah. For the people of God, we, as we focus on I am, I bless you, Lord God, that you go before, that you go before and you deliver. I pray for divine insights in Jesus' mighty name. We come against all demonic infiltrations in wherever they are, even in government. We pray even for these United States in Jesus' name. We come against gaslighting even in these United States where there anyone who wants to call right wrong and wrong right, we rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, we come against the div divisiveness, the huge divisions, and we decree and declare that these indeed are the United States of America in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for families, Lord God. We pray for reconciliation in families, even among family members, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we, we even repent for things that we may have spoken and said ourselves. We repent to the extent that we have been instruments of deception in Jesus' mighty name. For we want to be right with you, Lord God. We want to align our hearts and our mouths with the I am. Hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name. So we repent for the things that we've spoken to spouses and children that were not in accordance with the word of God or parents and, and siblings in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, and we thank you, dear Lord God, that in you there's no condemnation and there is no separation. I thank you, we bless you, Lord God. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for breakthrough. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. He's ministering even now. I thank you, Father. For the enemy, there's no, there's no protection. I, I hear protection refused for the enemy. Understand that when we pray this way, you know how the enemy... Demons tremble at the mention of the name of Jesus. Do you remember, do you remember when the, um, the, the, the gathering demoniac with the legion, and remember how they asked Jesus, can we go into the, 
I, I hear the Spirit saying, protection refused. <laughs> Any demonic entity that has tried to hinder you, we, I want you to pray. I want you to pray. Because the enemy can find no place to hide, no protection. It, we drive it out so that the Egyptian that you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Protection refused. Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, just, just pray. I, just, I thank you. The enemy has no place to hide. The, the marauder, the one that has been stealing your identity, has no place to hide, no protection. It's gone. It goes. It doesn't hide and come back. It goes in the name of Jesus. It doesn't, doesn't hide momentarily and meet you when you get to your car. Protection refuse. It's gone. Go in Jesus' name. The identity theft, we, we've, we've identified you. you. We cast you out. All machinations, all operations of darkness, we rebuke them in the name of Jesus. There's no place to hide. There is no protection. You go, gone, leave, vanish, vamoosh, gone, bye, over, done, go, now, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. No, we... No vestige. There is no vestige. No vestige that can attend itself, attach itself. Go now in Jesus' name. Lying tongues, go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Even the effects of the deception, go now. In Jesus' name, there is no protection. There is no cover. There is no place. It goes. It goes now. Gone. From, the, from the, those children, go now. There's no protection. Protection refuse. It goes in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is against you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You go now in Jesus' name. No vestige. I thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. It's gone. Go from the finances in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's gone. Go in Jesus' blessed name. Hallelujah. You shall not return. Go. No protection. It is gone. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Father, I just pray for a divine restoration for the people of God. Restore them in every area, spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, in every area, Father, I pray for divine restoration. Yes, let that be the portion of the people of God. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. I pray that they receive double for that trouble in Jesus' mighty name. I pray for the thief since caught to restore sevenfold in Jesus' mighty name. I bless you, Lord. And yes, Lord God, we will watch you work. We will watch you work and give you praise for it all in Jesus' mighty name. If you receive something today, somebody just shout hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord bless you. Yes, amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. I pray you received the truth of the word of the living God this day. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. And, yeah, and, and we can continue even in our worship of the Lord with our tithes and our offerings. Oh, hallelujah. And even before we get there, though, I just, want to, I just want to extend an invitation for anyone who does not know Jesus. You've been watching this. You've been listening. I want you to get in on these truths, to get in on this. And you can do so if you just confess, believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, that he is the son of that he came, hallelujah, and died for your sins, that he died and he rose again, that he is seated next to the father. And he, hallelujah, if you just, you believe in the truth that Jesus is Lord, that he came, died, was resurrected. You believe it in your heart. I want you to confess that with your mouth. Say, Lord, I believe, I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that you came and you died and you were resurrected. Hallelujah. And that you are, you live today. You died for my sins and I thank you for it. And I ask you into my life. I ask you into my life, even this day. Hallelujah. Just pray that way and get involved. And I pray as well for, for you to be filled. Not just, I thank God for your salvation, but also that you be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The, the Bible says that all we need to do is to ask, ask God for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. I pray that for you, that you, you are saved and that you be filled with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' blessed name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. And now I can ask, we can continue in our worship of God through tithes and offerings, and we afford three ways to do that. If you're watching online, you will see that information on your screen before you. There are some people who may not have access to a video and are only listening in an audible sense. And for you, I will let you know that you can make a payment on Zelle using this number, 571 234 2387. Again, 571 234 2387, and the name is World Missions Ministries. You can also utilize PayPal, and you can go to www.wmmchurch.org and click on the donate button. Or you can actually write in a check right here at this sanctuary, which is World Missions Ministries, 6805 East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. May God bless you. The Lord be with you. I just want to 
pray for those online. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you for those who are giving even into this offering, Father. I pray that you bless their basket and their store. I thank you, Father God, that the enemy that has sought to draw down from their account financially has been caught. I pray, and we pray for financial increase, even as they give in accordance with your word, Lord God. For you said, if we give, it shall be given unto us again in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. So I pray financial breakthrough and blessings upon those, hallelujah, giving into this ministry in Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. May you be blessed coming in and blessed going out. May everything you set your hands to prosper and succeed. May you know that you know that you know that the Lord I am is with you. God, be all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.